All right, so let's go ahead and, and get started. Um, a couple updates since our last call. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, I did uh, tape the last call as a podcast and um, have posted that to you, Hazus, so hopefully you'll find that useful. Um, sometimes I do take notes, but as you know, if you've participated in these calls for a while, I don't put them up in a very timely way. That is a big downfall of mine. So I figured if I can record them and take the time to make a podcast, that will be helpful to all of us. Um, and if that is not working for all of you or you're not comfortable with it um, or you'd like to see formal minutes, then um, let me know, please. All right, a um, couple other updates I have, and then we'll uh, go through and hear from all of you. Just so you know, I know we have some new people on the phone. My name's Jamie Kaplan, and I host these calls. I'm part of the um, STAR Has This Outreach team, and we host these calls nationally, uh, nationally monthly with the HUG leaders. And uh, I also create a lot of outreach materials, support the Has This user groups in every way I can, and uh, maintain the usehouses.com website. Um, and I'm here to be uh, your advocate and a resource to you, so if you have any questions or concerns um, about houses, I'm happy to help you. Um, all right, yesterday I participated in the Delaware Houses User Group kickoff meeting on the phone. It was a lengthy call. We were on for about an hour and 45 minutes, almost two hours, and... Uh, it is our intent or my intent to turn that call into a podcast so you'll have access to that um, in a couple days. And uh, Sylvana Krupp did a really excellent job pulling that group together. She had some people um, in her office with her and then we had a few other people on the phone in other places, including myself. And um, one thing that they spoke about right away was data collection. And um, I think there are a number of people on the phone who had really limited understanding of hazards as well as really weren't too sure about why there should be a hazards user group in Delaware and what would be their advantage to participating. And I think it came up pretty quickly that data sharing and information sharing is a great way for them to achieve economies of scale and, and really is one of the biggest benefits of having a user group. There were some folks on the phone who said, you know, the level one data is not adequate, and they, they're trying so hard to update to level two, and it's hard to find their different data sets. And somebody else got on the phone and said, oh, well, we have this, you know, we have so much data. Um, so I really encourage you to continue to, to hold your calls even um, with, your, with your constituents, even though um, you may not feel like you've got the best guest speaker or, you know, something really pressing to tell them about, just generating some conversation among the users, I think, is, is really related to why we're doing this, um, and I think that that does really work. Um, the best thing, or the biggest thing I would say that's happened since we spoke last is Hazus 2.1 has been released, and I don't know if any of you have received it, but it seems to be shipping very quickly. I personally ordered copies um, the day it was released and received them four days later. Uh, so I, I don't think it's ever happened that fast, which is really nice. And I know many of you have sent emails to your users, and I hope you'll continue to do that. If you're looking for the um, Getting Started document or the manuals for 2.1, they are in um, the FEMA library on FEMA.gov now. 
so you can search that library to find those documents. Let me hold up for a second and ask who else joined the call and then see if you guys have any questions. So has anybody else just joined us? Hey, this is Chris. Thank you. Hey, Chris. Thanks for coming on. All right. Anybody else? Great. Um, have you guys been able to um, order and receive 2.1? Yeah, this is Rodney. Uh, Jamie, and I've got 2.1 in my hot little hand. Good. Good. Has anybody ordered it and not received it already? Consider yeah, it. This is Moses. Uh, I have a place in the order and still haven't received it. Uh, so just on standby. Did you place it a couple days ago or just like this morning or something? No, uh, the day of the announcement, I went ahead and placed the order. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm um, in the same boat, Jamie. Oh, you are? Yep. Kimberly Pettit, IDWR. I ordered it on, what, Tuesday, I think it was released. And I'm I'm waiting. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, you guys, I'll follow up and see how they're doing with making copies and shipping them out. Um, I hate to tell you, but I got 10 copies in four days. Um, <laughs> I'll find out what's going on and um, see if I can um, share that information back to you. Um, I know that they, I think that they shipped about 500 copies right away. Like, I know there was a huge demand, so... Let me follow up and see what's going on with that. Has anybody actually installed it and gotten started? No? We're just reveling in the fact that it showed up in the mail? All right. Well, let me remind you that our topic-specific call, which is today from 3 to 4 Eastern Time, uh, same dial-in and PIN number as you use to join this call, will feature three of the Hazus developers speaking about Hazus 2.1, um, and they represent the earthquake, flood, and wind uh, models. And so that's a great opportunity for you to ask some questions. So if you want to spend the hour between this call and the next one coming up with some questions, uh, I encourage you to do that. And I think it's it's really, they're going to give brief presentations, each of them, but we're hoping to have some, some question and answer. So that's, again, from 3 to 4 Eastern Time today. And moving forward, just so you uh, mark your calendars, the next leadership call and topic-specific calls that we'll have uh, next month are on March 20th. And I'll look to see if we can um, cover the surge module uh, next month. I know we had spoken about trying to do sort of a lesson, if possible, um, so we'll see if I can pull that together for March 20th next week, and I'll keep you posted. All right. Um, let's talk for just a second. I only have a couple more announcements. Um, the individual has this user group websites. Um, I know some of you have websites on your own. Some of them, uh, some people, you're hosting websites with me on Use Hazus. Some people have their sites on Hazus.org. It's critical that we keep these sites current. Um, I get questions frequently from users who haven't joined a group yet and want to find some information, and if they turn to one of the hug pages and they're out of date, that's that's disappointing. Um, 
So let's make a big effort to keep them current. If you need me to post something for you, um, that if I'm hosting your site, I'm happy to do that. Uh, if Rich is hosting your site or you're doing it on your own, I encourage you to go ahead and contact him or, or take the time to do that work because it really the sites are being looked at. Um, the other thing is, I, um, Kimberly, if you don't mind being on the spot, I did help Kimberly get up to speed with maintaining the um, the Idaho web, website on her own. Do you want to give us a little feedback on how that's going? Do you mind? Sure. Um, it's a piece of cake. You do not have to be a web designer to be able to update. Um, it takes seconds to post you know, PDFs or documents or pictures or whatnot up there. Um, so I've put up, you know, our training that's scheduled for the 22nd and 23rd locally here in Boise, Idaho. Um, and uh, so I encourage you to reduce Jamie's workload. <laughs> well, Kimberly, you are just my best friend today. <laughs> you I'm, hoping you'll, I'm hoping you'll send me one of those 10 copies right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really is easy, and I don't know a thing about HTML, and I'm maintaining the site um, that you have the site, so it is designed um, to really be a plug-and-play kind of thing. It's very simple, um, and if you want some help and want to have access to the back end of your hug pages, just let me know. The other thing that's come up, um, it came up on the Delaware Hug call and a couple other calls recently, or people are asking me, how can their hug pages or the use hazard site move higher in the rankings on Google? And that's not something, I don't know a huge amount about it, but I can tell you it's not something that you control. You don't reserve your spot in Google. The way that your um, ranking goes up is by the sites being used. So if you Google has this and click on use has this, that frequency will make it go up. The other way that it goes up is by having links to the site. So if you are, for instance, Kimberly is in Idaho, if she puts links to the Idaho Hug web pages on other websites within Idaho that she works with and those links are used, that again will make the Idaho Hug web pages move up higher in Google. So that's not something that I can just do for you. Um, it's a little bit of an organic process, so uh, it's something that we all have to participate in. All right, um, thoughts or questions about the website? Okay, I want you guys to feel free to interrupt me. I think one of my biggest faults of being a uh, conference leader is that I tend to just kind of talk at you and not give you enough chance to participate, and I really want you to. Jamie, I'll, I'll interject. This is Kimberly again. Um, Thank you. I want to say that I love the calendar. Um, oh, I've been, yeah, I've been using that, and as a relatively new person in the hazardous world, um, it, I found it very, very useful. I've been using it to, um, you know, kind of advertise hazardous trainings um, at local presentations here and whatnot. So I, I find that very valuable. I think we should all keep that up and submit our calendar items to Jamie to keep kind of a national um, listing of hazardous-related um, demonstrations or trainings or whatnot. Great. Thank you. Keep it up, Kimberly. I might just mail you 2.1. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I 
please do let me know. It's, it's not a hard process. It doesn't take me very long to update that Google Calendar, and it automatically feeds right into the use houses. So I'm glad that you're finding it useful. All right. Um, I think I mentioned that on the last call, but I wasn't positive if I really emphasized it enough. But we do have four new outreach flyers. And what we've done is taken the big pile of hazards related flyers, if you will, and put them into four flyers. One of them is a uh, sort of, I guess it's legal size paper, a user group flyer, which got, it has a very nice hug map on it. Uh, we've got one called So You Want to Use Hazus, uh, one specific about training, and another one that's uh, more of a hazus overview. And these are all available to you for download in the FEMA library. They're also on the Use Houses website. And what you should do with them is do some outreach to new um, new users for your group as well as some internal outreach. That's something that has come up as I try and help some new groups get formed and um, grow. We have to remember that you're always going to want to um, bring in new members to your group. But as you all know, these are grassroots efforts. They're the hugs are public-private partnerships. You're not being tasked, most of you, to participate. And so you need to communicate within your own organizations. What is this all about? Why are you spending time doing this? What are the, what's the user group? Why do you do it? Where are the other ones? And these flyers, I think, are going to help you do that. Um, you're also welcome to make multiple copies and bring them to conferences or meetings that you attend and, and hand them out. So. They're in uh, PDF format, and you can easily make use of those. The other resource that we'll have available um, possibly as early as next week is a new hot zone issue. Um, so you'll look, please look for that. And I'm assuming most of you have signed up for Gov Delivery, but if you haven't, that's the best way to find out when um, new resources are available. All right, a couple other upcoming activities, and then I'd love to hear from each of you. Uh, the Canadian Risk Assessment User Group has a call on March 7th, and the Northeastern Hazus User Group is hosting a New England Hazus um, Day on March 8th, and that will be an in-person meeting all day um, in Boston on March 8th. So if you're in the area and you can participate in that, um, I think it will be a good day. We are planning to show um, at the New England Hazus Day the Hazus for Decision Makers uh, video slash PowerPoint presentation because the more uh, I pay attention to that and, and look at it, it's a great tool to introduce people to what is Hazus all about and how to participate in it. So if you're planning on having any meetings or you're introducing people to this, even if you're just going to do a uh, brief webinar or something, that's that's a tool that's free and available to you, and I encourage you to use that as well. All right, I know I spoke your, talked your ear off, if you will. Um, any thoughts or comments on what I just went over? Margaret and Beth, did I miss anything? No, I think no. Okay. All right, so um, let's hear from each of you a little bit. Um, I'm just going to go down the list of, of how you joined the call and how I have your names, and you can speak up if, if you're comfortable with that. Uh, since we do have some new people on the phone, just introduce yourself briefly so 
people get a sense of, of who you are and why you're here. Uh, Phil, let's start with you. Uh, Phil McCormick, City of Riverside, also emergency management. Um, we're looking at trying to have a uh, user group meeting, hopefully the latter part of next month, and uh, try and do a video conference uh, as part of that. So we're that's taken us a little bit of time to, to get that process going, and that's kind of where we're headed right now. That's all right. Now, Will Meyer, I know you're just you're listening in. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. So, uh, you know, just on the other end of things, I don't necessarily use hazards as much as uh, very interested in mitigation and, and how um, communities are using hazards really towards um, resilient communities. So, just really called in to see what people thought about the new version and see if that was pushing people further down the path of uh, building resilient communities. Okay. I think you'll get a lot of benefit out of the call later today you know, four, if you have time to participate in that. Thank you. Sure. Andrea? Andrea Chapman, are you still here? Sorry, I'm on his phone and I couldn't find the button. <laughs> Um, we don't have anything to report right now, but I did attend a um, meeting the other day when they talked about the tsunami model that they're developing, and it looks like it's more like three to four years out rather than one and a half that they discussed last week, or last time that we had a meeting. Really? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a little more complicated than they thought originally, but they've got good scientists on it, so I know a few of them. <laughs> Okay, that's a really important update. Thank you for sharing that, and that's disappointing. But it could it could be that they're thinking about releasing a simplified version of it um, in a year and a half. But the dates that I saw, it, it didn't look like anything solid was going to be out before 2015. Okay. Great, Kimberly. Hi, Jamie. So I'm Kimberly Pettit. I'm with Idaho Department of Water Resources working on risk map um, for the Lower Boise River. Um, our next Idaho hug meeting will be in April. We don't have a date set just yet, but um, that's when it will be. I will be at um, the EMI um, facility for training in June, July for the CDMS and flood classes. I hope to see some of you guys there. And other than that, we've been working with local communities. Um, on risk map related issues, we've got um, some new communities coming into our um, training for March, which I mentioned earlier, um, which is pretty exciting. So um, we will start now, once I get 2.1, um, integrating our level 2 data, which we've collected statewide for almost everything. Thanks. Terrific. Thank you. Hey, Jamie. I think we have a couple of new people who joined the call. Did anybody else just come on? Yeah, this is Kelly from Region 10. Anybody else? Oh. Somebody else just join us? Did you, did you hear Kelly? I heard Kelly. Okay. Okay. Um, so moving forward, uh, next on my list is Brian Schumann.
Yes, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Um, we've been working, we continue to work on a, a CTP agreement for Puerto Rico to develop uh, default hazard data, and that's, we've been moving on that, and I hope to actually visit with the uh, Puerto Rico Planning Board later this month. Um, and I saw the uh, posting on international hazards. I haven't been able to read through that entire document, but I'm really interested in that because we have the problem with the Virgin Islands has no default data, and I'm thinking maybe I can use that in some way to develop some risk assessment for the Virgin Islands. Oh, great. And that's that's pretty much uh, my focus right now. Terrific. All right, thanks, Brian. Uh, Vanessa? Hi, Jamie. Um, I'm out in Arizona, for those of you that don't know me, and I work on a lot of different facets of hazards, including testing, and the 2.1 testing went pretty well. Um, I haven't been super involved with the folks in Arizona recently. I missed um, the floodplain managers meeting in the fall, but we have one coming up in May, and I, I'm guessing they'll ask me to present at it because they had wanted me to do a presentation during the fall, and I had to cancel due to some um, personal issues going on. So hopefully we'll get some folks in Arizona a little more involved in the Rocky Mountain um, user group as well. Terrific. That's great. Well, let us know how we can be supportive of that. Okay, thanks. Yep. All right, uh, Rodney? Yes, I am. Um, Nothing really to, that I know of to report here. We do have on board finally in seven a uh, core position for GIS, uh, so that's certainly nice to have. Uh, his name is Corey McVie. I'm trying to get him involved uh, more, and he's definitely got a big interest in learning hazards. Um, I don't know if uh, our hazards user group leader is on, uh, Shannon Michael or not, but she might be able to provide some more info on that. Uh, I've recently moved into a new job, so I'm not as in touch with uh, the user groups as I should be, but once I get uh, things more familiar, I'll get back into it.
Moses, do you want to uh, give us an update? Yeah, um, well, we just had a Georgia Hazard Music Group uh, conference call back in January uh, around 24th, and we had a great presenter, Jason Brown, and uh, he, they, uh, his group used Hazard uh, for to model dam breach, and they also used that Hazard modeling output um, for mitigation purposes. So definitely I would like to invite everybody to look at Georgia Hazard User Group page. Uh, his presentation is on there. Um, as well as we have some training coming up in Georgia. Um, it was a unique situation how the class is uh, funded. Um, Terry Jackson with HUD um, was able to get a grant. And so um, some counties that were affected from a, a, a disaster, um, earlier this year and last year, um, he set up a series of classes to get everybody um, hazards trained on a professional level so they can go back and use that for their mitigation planning for the local community. So we're actually going to have a series of about six or seven hazards classes in the state of Georgia. Um, we just confirmed um, a satellite virtual class will be um, in Savannah area for the coastal counties of Georgia. Uh, for people to, you know, to go to the classes, and then we will have two more sites, one in the Atlanta metropolitan area and one possibly in Macon, but the one in, in Atlanta and Savannah is confirmed. So uh, you can go to our Hazardous User Group page and see those dates. I will um, pass those off to Jamie today. Great. Thank you, Moses. And is, are those training classes things that um, anybody can participate in? Um, yeah. Um, our target market is uh, especially the people in Georgia um, that declare counties. Um, they get priority seats. It's about uh, 40 counties, but it is open to everyone in Georgia. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, please let me know, and I'll make sure to post that information for you. All right, uh, Rick Burgess? Hello, Jamie. This is Rick Burgess. Hey. I'm, uh, I'm up in uh, New York working in Brian Schumann's backyard at the Disaster Joint Field Office. Been up here since September. And we're using uh, Hazus and GIS in more or less an operational mode, which is something new for uh, JFO operations. And uh, we are, um, uh, I'm, I'm paying attention to what's going on uh, throughout uh, the Hazus community because uh, sooner or later I'm going to be back down in Florida. I'm actually a Region 4 person, uh, reservist, DAE, and um, and I'll be back home with uh, our user group down there hopefully soon. Maybe I'll get to go to one of those Georgia classes uh, since I am Region 4. That's it well, at least Great. you're having a warm. All right, uh, Shelby, from the region and for the Rocky Mountain Hug. Sure, you got it, Jamie. Um, my name's Shelby Hudson. I'm with FEMA Region 8 in Denver. And the Rocky Mountain Hug has been somewhat quiet lately, but I'm excited um, to announce our next call is lined up for April 4th. Um, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's with Shane Parson from URS, and he's going to talk about 
um, risk map and the role of hazards in risk map, um, specifically for the non-regulatory products. Um, let's see what else. Uh, um, Region 8 is setting up a, a um, hazard course with the state of North Dakota for the first week of June. Um, and that's all I've got right now. Great, that's a lot. <laughs> Send me some of the details about the course and the um, April 4th meeting, if you will, so I can make sure it gets to the calendar. I will do it. Thank you. Okay. Um, Naomi Booker from Verizon, do you want to add anything? Okay, she may not still be here. Bill Snyder? Now that uh, testing for the uh, as of 2.1 is over, uh, what we're concentrating on now is reassembling the oversight committees uh, for for hazards. There's actually seven of them, and uh, there's the one for earthquake, one for wind, flood, coastal surge, uh, software, uh, open source, and I think I missed earthquake. Uh, but we're we're reassembling those committees. We have uh, either teleconferences or meetings set up now for three of them. And we're in the process of setting setting up either a teleconference or a meeting for the the, uh, the rest of them. And, and their primary objective is to look at what has been uh, accomplished in HAZIS in the last four to five years or since the uh, the committees uh, met, and to evaluate that, and then to develop recommendations for uh, future development. So. In terms of uh, methodological oversight, we're going to be very uh, busy this uh, spring and summer. All right. Well, thanks. So I hope you'll continue to participate on these calls and keep us updated because this is a good way for the hub leaders to turn around and let the user community know what's going on with the development of process. So we, we really like having you participate. I'll be looking forward to the... Uh, Comments and reactions to 2.1. Me too. That, that is going to go well. Um, all right. Uh, Tom Durham, do you want to give us any insights to what you're up to these days? Related to Hazus? Uh, no, I'm, uh, my work with Hazus uh, recently has been through the uh, working closely with Eric Berman. Um, on the DHS geospatial project, which is a, a multi-year initiative, and um, another, and we it was featured prominently at the Esri federal meeting, and Eric gave a, a good presentation, uh, including updates on 2.1. And secondly, and I don't know if Brian Crumper is on the phone, but um, I continue to work through the uh, Virginia North Carolina. Regional Catastrophic Planning Initiative um, to, uh, we have a number of geospatial initiatives, and of course, has this uh, figures prominently in that. So it's really, 
investigating opportunities to continue to use HAZUS for regional catastrophic planning. Now, I'm not sure what they're doing up in Region 2, if Brian's on the phone, but uh, I think there continues to be great potential for HAZUS application for regional catastrophic planning. Um, I've had a little contact with our uh, catastrophic planning group, but not much because I've been busy with other things. I do intend to get uh, uh, with them uh, in the near future. Yeah. Those are the uh, highlights, Jamie. Perfect. Thanks, Tom. Well, keep us posted on that work, if you will. Okay, sure will. All right, Dan, I know you've got a meeting coming up. Dan Henderson, do you want to tell us about it? Sure. Um, we're holding the California State GIS Conference here in Sacramento, uh, April 11th through the 13th. I'm actually the conference chair, and we're doing a pre-conference, uh, a fair number of pre-conference workshops, and one of those is going to be um, an all-California uh, hug um, and has its update meeting. So, Phil, I sent an email out to you and Rich and Bruce, and I heard crickets. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys can respond to that email and let me know if you guys are going to be able to attend or not, um, or at least maybe call in. Um, and part of the part of the method of my madness is to get the uh, CA Valley Hug um, kicked back off and, and get some activity generated again. So um, that'll be on the morning of the 11th uh, Wednesday, which is the day before sort of the pre-conference day for the workshop. Yeah, calling in won't be a problem, but uh, if there's no money to get up there. Okay, great. Perfect. Thank you. All right. Uh, Alejandro, do you want to add anything? Okay. Chris Zambito? Um, Florida is still relatively quiet. Uh, we do have two parts of the state that are willing to host has this training and they have facilities uh, if we're able to get some training down here. Uh, the other thing is we just kind of experimented with putting up a Florida chapter LinkedIn page since it's been kind of quiet in Florida with disasters and everything and there's not seem to be in a huge surge for has this youth lately. We figured maybe we'll just help some of the networking potential of this users via LinkedIn. So we're trying that on experiment. That's about it for now. Great. Thank Great. you. Let us know how the link page is because that's certainly something that other groups could consider. All right. And did I miss anybody who wanted to speak up? Did everybody get a chance? Okay. Um, the one other thing I wanted to mention is I know that um, – when I sent the reminder and invite, I use iCal because I have switched the majority of my life uh, into Mac, the Mac world, and I'm pretty happy with that, actually. Um, but I know that that doesn't work for all of you, and so I may try and use the Google Calendar as a way to sort of maintain the database of the hug leaders and um, people who participate in the topic-specific calls and, and send out invites to you that way. So I'm working on the process to try and make it work for you first as well as for me. Um, so stay patient with me with that if you don't mind. And um, 
Remember that the information about the calls is always posted on the um, FEMA.gov and on the Youth Houses website, and you always ha you have my personal email and phone number, so never hesitate to use that um, if you've got a question about when we've got calls coming up. All right, does anybody else want to um, say something today before we wrap up our call? Jamie, this is Rodney again. I was just getting the technical and user's manual from the FEMA website from the library, um, and I don't know who to talk to about this, but uh, it appears that there are two getting started documents posted. Uh, they both have the same page count. One's a little larger than the other one, but uh, it just looks like something that uh, might be a good idea to look into. Yeah, we, I, we can take care of that. So there's getting started documents. And did you find the manual right now? Thanks, Margaret. Margaret's really our go-to person with what's in the FEMA library. Gotcha, thanks. All right, well then uh, enjoy the hour. Come up with some questions for the HUG, um, I mean the Hazardous Developers, and we'll talk at 3 o'clock Eastern Time about 2.1. Take care, everybody, and thank you.